Yoler Mania is running wild on Washington, D.C. A lawmaker in Atlanta wants to play Jussie Smollett and is doing it pretty darn well. Canada has decided that women should be forced to touch men's genitalia. And the squad proves, well, at least three of the four members, that they are anti-Semitic once again. All of that plus Sleepy Joe Biden on the Right Wing Vegan. and welcome to another edition of the right wing vegan i'm scott and i'm kelly and i'm sleepy i am too do you want to know why i'm sleepy i'm so tired i'm sleepy because we don't get enough sleep well we don't get enough sleep that's true but i'm sleepy because i worked 40 i work 40 hours a week i work a full-time job yet somehow today i managed to stay on top of the robert mueller hearing oh so doing a little bit of a watching it at work no 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 (laughs) listen listen i gotta be careful here okay because i don't know who listens to this but what i will say is that i did stay up to date on the goings on so frequent breaks to the lunchroom no i just (laughs) i here's the thing i had my headphones on so at work i had my headphones on i was listening okay oh yeah that's now i kept having to look down okay because i was watching i was watching it on fox news but i was really just listening to the to the to the coverage okay and uh we're, we're going to talk about it here in a minute really no surprises and and to be honest with you if it wasn't the most boring thing i've ever listened to in my life i don't i don't know what is have you ever listened to let me let me say this before we get into all the plugs and all the stuff i have you ever listened to a book on audible or just whatever or even a podcast or whatever and the person's voice is just like it's just like the most boring thing. It could yeah. be the most exciting book in the world, but it's just like puts you to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, Um. that's why I like the sample feature on Audible because you can just test out the voice ahead of time. But no, I, uh, man, you hear that voice and it's just, you're done. Yeah, it ruins the whole thing. And, and I'm not saying this was an exciting story to begin with. I mean, this read like Tom Clancy's worst movie, you know what I mean? But just listening to Mueller just ugh, over and over again asking people to repeat the question just, well, can you repeat the question i didn't hear you can you repeat the question and then listening to uh him give one word yes no correct it's just like oh well my he gosh. is old i mean did they at least supply him with coffee so he could stay awake i don't know what they gave him here's what i know they should have given me coffee so because i couldn't stay awake yeah and she's I'm glad I didn't have access to watch it. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that and the fallout and all the stuff. And uh, But first, before we do that, I want to do some plugs. I like doing my plugs. So visit the website, rwvegan.com. There you will find all the links to this show. So if you want to listen to it on various different forms of media, you are... Platforms. Platforms, thank <laughs> you. You are more than welcome to. Um, you can contact us. Get in contact with the show. Email us. It is uh, rwvegan at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at veganwing. Send us a tweet. Send us a tweet. Uh, respond to my tweets because I tend to get pretty controversial sometimes on Twitter. I like fighting with people. What I like doing, <laughs> and this, this is like, yeah, this is pathetic, but I love 
And I don't do it. I'm not a troll. I don't do it because it gets on people's nerves. I do it because I actually feel that way. But I do know it'll get on people's nerves. So it's You're like, like kind a, of a, a um, fire starter. No, I'm not. I'm not. What I lo- what no, what I am is an honest American who wants to take these these people who are who are Twitter t- Twitter strong. Twitter you know how there's like country strong? Yeah. Like me. There's Twitter you didn't correct me. There's Twitter there's Twitter there's, I'll let you I'll let you have that one. There's Twitter strong too, and it's these little keyboard warriors sitting in their mom's house. Uh and they're just they're behind their keyboard and they like bullying people. Yeah, and do. I love fighting these people. These are these are my favorite. Like to bu- throw it back yeah, at them. Because bully me, you little punk. You know, come and get me because I'll tear you to shreds. I don't care. I'm not nice and I don't if you want to come at me with some crap, you better back it up. You bet. You better have all your facts in a row, because I will. I will call off work to look stuff up to fight you on Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm not. You won't. I, I don't try me. You don't, you don't get enough uh, PTO to do that. No, I don't. But if I did, I would. Because I, I t- I'm telling you right now, these people make me so mad with their with their crap anyway so we uh i get a little twitter heated but um so there's that you can follow us on twitter you can comment you can defend me you know what? if you see one of these nerds coming at me with some crap about cages and kids in cages that was the most recent one i think that was the most recent one. no mm, no I that was i don't have twitter that so. wasn't the most recent one the most recent one was about the pay gap and we should talk about that even though i don't have that in our news the the whole uh women's soccer team that, oh, that was the yeah. most recent one. What happened was, I'll give everybody listening a little feedback, a little background. Not feedback. I'll give you some feedback, too, if you want it. But I'll give you some background. So, I, okay, I was reading all these articles about Congress was trying to pass, and they may have even passed. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sure they were all so busy today. I don't know how they did anything. Um, oh, some law where they weren't going to support FIFA or women's soccer. Something. Anyways, the whole idea of it was... That they that female soccer players, the women's soccer team, should be paid equal to the men's, and this is a great mm. debate right now. And my my issue with this, my fundamental issue with, I'm gonna get so heated talking about it because people are arguing with me about it. My my fundamental issue with this is that that it's business, and people don't seem to understand how business works. No, I, they and don't. I, I get it. I get it's tough because in my line of work, in my job right now, okay, part of what I have to do is. I have to enforce the 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 rule that if you ask for something, you need to figure out how to pay for it. Okay, so I projects. All right, if you ask IT to complete a project, that project costs money, and and because of that, you have to justify the company spending the money on the project. You have to you have to say this is going to provide the company with some value, yeah. and and some of our our users have a lot of difficulty with this. Um, they just want it. Yeah. Nine out of 10, uh, have difficulty with this. And because you know, it's hard, it's hard to quantify some things and it's hard to express yourself sometimes. And you maybe you know why you need something and, but it's kind of hard to say why, but then you have the people like this who, who are arguing with me on Twitter saying, well, it's just about equality. And I'm like, well, it's not about equality because right now it is equal. As a matter of fact, I read an article that stated that comparative to the men's and how much money the men's team brings in, the women actually get paid a bigger percentage of the pot. Yeah, they do. So what it is is that, you know, FIFA is a business. Okay. Soccer is, is a business. You, 
you have to bring people to the arena to watch the, the matches and people have to watch on TV so that they can sell time to advertisers and that's how they make their money. Yeah. Okay. But it's all about making money at the end of the day. The prize pool is based upon the revenue generated by the, the teams in the tournament. Exactly. Okay? So if more people are watching the tournament and if more butts are in those seats, then the prize pool is going to be more because you're a bigger draw. Okay. It's all about being a draw. Maybe I'm a, because I'm a wrestling fan, I get this. I don't know. But it's all about being a draw, right? And if you're more of a draw, you're going to get paid more. That's why stars make more than non-stars. If, if everything was equal, then LeBron James would make as much as some scrub who sits the bench. Yeah. But that's not the case, right? LeBron James makes 100 times more than everybody on his team because LeBron James is a star. Okay? The same thing with soccer, right? The men's game just more people watch it, more people go to the games. That's just what it is, okay? I think the men's game is better. I think it's like six times better, but that's just me personally. That's yeah. not a sexist thing. It's just a better game. Okay? No, I agree. I completely agree. A lot of that isn't America's fault. A lot of that is because some countries just haven't put the money and the effort into the women's teams, so the women, our women's team doesn't have a strong competition. Well, and it's like the women's teams are such a new thing, too. It's like, it, I mean, men's sports have been around for forever, but women in sports, it's it's still relatively new in comparison to the length of time men's sports have been I mean, in, in and, existence. And, so it's still, I mean, like compare where women's sports is today to where it was 50 years ago. You know, I, it just wasn't there. I know we're getting off on a big tangent here. Um, but to me, too, part of the problem is just like no one's ever honest about anything, right? So everyone always lies. And it's like, I'm not allowed to say X, Y, or Z because then I'm a sexist. Well, I don't care. I'm going to say it right now. Um, men are just more athletic than women. Um, men are built differently. Biologically, they're different. They're able to perform at a higher standard than women when it comes to, to physical feats um, and sports. Uh, that is why every women's sport sucks. It just sucks. I'm sorry, but it does. It is just not as adequate or as fun to watch as the men's. Um, try and sit through a WNBA basketball game. I, I, I dare you to try to sit through a WNBA game. You will not get through it. I can barely sit through a men's basketball the, the game. The Mueller report <laughs> provided more exciting uh, activity than a, a WNBA game. Um, softball is boring. Uh, it, it's just it's just not as exciting um, as the men's games. And that's just the way it is. I'm sorry. I, that maybe yeah. that's controversial. Uh, I don't care. It's no, true. I, mean, I completely agree with you. There is no way in this world that I will ever be as strong as, as Scott is. Like, I know that. Well. Like, I mean, no, I'm like, I can work out as much as I want and I'm not going to be able to lift the weight that you lift. Like, it's just not going to happen because no, we're, we're built differently. We are built differently. We're, we perform different functions. You know what I'll never be able to do? Push a baby out of a womb. Nope. Uh, that's something I'll never be able to do. I can train as hard as I want to. It's never going to happen. No. Okay. Um, because we're just built biologically different. Right. I don't yeah. think I could breastfeed a baby. Right. Men can't. No, men can't do that. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that'll never happen either. You know, if it were 2013, I probably wouldn't have had to ask that question. But in 2019, I'm confused about what men and women can do anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. Um, yeah, maybe I'm too woke. I had to ask that question. But <laughs> go back to sleep. That's 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 a tangent. Uh, it just it's something that I, I'm passionate about because I understand business. I understand math and I understand logic. And when those three things get together, 
Um, you know, you, you can't base everything off emotion and business. I'm, I'm sorry. It's all about making profit. So anyways, that's a bit of a tangent. Sorry. Uh, tangents are good. Uh, I want to talk about old boring Mueller. So let's start with, um, some of the, let's, let's start. Okay. Let's go through this. I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. You guys have probably listened to a thousand podcasts or a thousand radio shows. They've all covered the same thing. We're going to cover the same thing they did. Uh, I want to try and do it in a more entertaining way. So let's start to the build, to the build, the build of this. Okay, the build of this. So the Mueller report comes out, all right? And it's like 400 and some pages, okay? Yeah, way too long. And, well, whatever, okay? And no one reads it, all right? (laughs) I I, I promise you that... I know a lot of people, and I promise you not one of those people has read a page of the Mueller report. Um, I, just, I just read the title page. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually anything. read some of it, but I'm saying outside of us. No. No one read this, okay? The Mueller report basically says, okay, that Donald Trump did not collude with Russia. There was no collusion at all whatsoever, okay? Russia did interfere, but it was not colluding with Donald Trump, Okay. Uh, also it makes special mention that it does not exonerate him, which we will talk about today because that is a bit of controversy. It's it's controversial in and of itself, but the report was out there. Okay. No collusion, no obstruction, nothing. Okay. Clean slate. Not clean. I mean, there was some shadiness, but but here's the thing. There's shadiness with every political campaign. There's shadiness with every... Look, I've worked in politics, okay? Kelly works in politics. Yeah. We understand that there's shadiness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't get... It, it's everywhere. It's in every party. It's every politician. It is there, okay? Everyone does it. There is just a general level of shadiness that goes into any political position, and most of the people never hear about it, but it's it's there, okay. So there was shadiness, but the, but the point is is that Donald Trump didn't break any laws, okay. Yeah. President Trump did not break any laws. Now the report has been out. So basically, what happened is Mueller said, "Look, I don't want to testify in front of Congress, but Congress, of course, the Democrats specifically in Congress, the Judicial Committee or whatever, essentially said we need to hear from Mueller. The American people deserve to hear from it. You know, assuming that everyone's a dum dum and no one reads, they need to hear from this. I think." They had their reasons, and I'm I'm going to say that it was probably because they were hoping that they could do a gotcha, you know, they could get Mueller to say something that would turn into a soundbite. Yeah. Because um, that's all this is. This is all optics. This is all, but we'll talk about that in a second. So the buildup to this, you know, the media, CNN, MSNBC, they're all going crazy. The Democrats are going crazy building this thing up you'd think it was wrestlemania that they're out here saying oh you know mueller's gonna drop the bombshell everyone needs to watch this this is the moment you know we've said that before we've been looking for the moment this is the moment we're gonna find out that donald trump is this criminal and he stole the election and he colluded with russia and we're gonna impeach him and we're gonna get him and That was the buildup. So if you watched all that buildup, if you'd watched CNN, if you'd watched MSNBC leading up to, if you read some of the whatever, New York Times or whatever, you leading up to this, you would have thought that today was going to be epic. You'd have thought, here comes this cowboy walking in and he's going he's gonna to sit down and he's going to tear into Donald Trump and get him. 
Well, I mean, if he didn't do that in 448 pages of his report, what would make them think Doesn't any matter. differently? Doesn't matter. That's not what they were selling you. If, yeah, you, I mean, if you were watching the news, that is not what they were selling you. They were not selling you. Now, reality, okay? Mueller said, I'm sticking to the report. I'm going to stick to what's in the report. I'm not deviating from the report. A news article came out and the media jumped all over this saying the Department of Justice informed Mueller that he must stay within the bounds of the report. He is not to step outside of the bounds of the report. Well, yeah, he's there to talk about the report. It turns out so. Mueller asked the Department of Justice to write that letter ah. because Mueller did not want to step outside of the bounds of the report. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to testify. He doesn't want to be there in the first place. Exactly. Okay. So, even knowing that, even knowing that, the media still hyped this up. Then we get to today. And it was a wet fart. (laughs) That's what it was. All of the buildup. All of the excitement. (laughs) We expect fireworks in the sky. Giant bombs going off. We expect, we expect, uh, like, the 4th of July, like, red, white, and boom. And all we got was a 72-year-old man with a wet fart. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're using that as an analogy. That's what we got. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's a boar fest. It was... No, a wet fart. There's okay. no better way to describe what it is. <laughs> you guys know what a wet fart sounds like. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay, you hear it. You think, that person just pooped themselves. <laughs> but that's what happened today, isn't it? The Democratic Party pooped themselves. They had a wet fart, and it turns out, I'm sorry, you pooped your pants. Yeah, That's did. what happened today. Not only the Democratic Party, but the media. So what happened? Mueller gets up there, and what does he do? He sticks to the report. Yep. He sticks to the report. Now, they press him. They press him. They're, they're kind of trying to guide him, basically. They, they practically are up there saying, but, but seriously, Mr. Mueller, Donald Trump did commit some crimes, right? And Mueller would say, not true. And then they'd say... <laughs> They'd say, but, but he did, right? And then he'd say, not true, or read the report, or what page are you referencing? Because, honestly, this is this is my biggest takeaway. This dude hasn't even seen the report. That He had probably two weeks to read this report leading up to this, and he didn't even read it. He he did not write this report. You know, that, that's, that was my biggest takeaway from this. Maybe he was so tired and sleepy during this because he tried to read all 448 pages last night. Like, he's, like, in the car driving up to this hearing and trying to, like, skim through the pages of the report. I mean, I yeah. Well, he brought a legal aid with him and, and or a, an assistant or something. And, and I, you know, that that's why. Because he didn't write the report. So well, it turns yeah. out Mueller probably didn't write this report, and he at least did some investigation. You know, he the truth did he. So the truth is, the truth is, okay, he reaffirmed today verbally there was no collusion with Russia. Okay, there was no attempts at obstruction. Now the Democrats have come out afterwards and said all this proof of obstruction and blah 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 blah. And it turns out no. If you go back and you listen, no, he said that he was not impeded. His investigation was not hindered, okay? He was allowed to do his investigation. 
The Steele dossier, which was the the what led to this to begin with, was completely ignored. Okay, completely ignored. He avoided questions on it. Didn't want to answer anything, and and that's that's kind of a shame. Uh, Republicans did press him hard, but he just he avoided and dodged and ducked and weaved. For a seventy-something-year-old man, he was ducking and weaving and dodging these questions. He was moving. Um, he was moving and grooving. Uh, nothing new. We got nothing new out of this. Uh, he came off as just lethargic and uninterested, and I would be too if I had to sit in front of these idiots. And he just, it, it was just, it was a great example of how wasted taxpayer dollars have gone into countless investigations. The Democrats have taken countless, countless opportunities to try and paint Donald Trump as a criminal, as a colluder, as a Russian agent, and every step of the way, they have failed miserably to show the American people that there is a connection there. Yeah, there just isn't one. There isn't. And this five-hour, however long it was hearing today, it it did them a disservice. It did. Because it just went to prove how big of a waste of time all of this is. Yeah. And the reality is the American people are ready to move on. I saw a poll today that Fox News did, and 49% of people that were polled said that it didn't matter what Mueller said. It didn't matter what came of these investigations. It wasn't going to change their opinion at all on the matter. And an additional 23%, I believe, said, if anything, it would be very minimal change. Yeah. Their opinion on the matter would be very minimally changed by anything that Mueller said. Again, but that wasn't the point. They knew, they've read the document. They knew that nothing was going to come of this. The purpose of these hearings were the optics. All they needed was one statement, one sentence that they could turn into headlines that CNN could put on the bottom of the little ticker They could play the audio clip over and over and over again. And then the pundits could get on there. All these Democratic jibber jabbers can get on there and they could say collusion, collusion, Russia. Uh, Because they want to guide you away from socialism and and anti-Semitism. The real power of the Democratic Party, the real tenants that equal the Democratic Party. But that was the point, right? Because, Kelly, I want to ask you a question. No, no. I I want you to to take yourself. I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Joe Regular Voter, voter, okay? I want you to be your sister. Your sister Hmm. doesn't, doesn't follow politics. No. She doesn't read anything. She doesn't care. No. She does, however, believe that Donald Trump is a sexist. Yes. She does believe, probably, that he is a racist. I think so. And she does not like him. Mm-mm. What does your sister think of this? Like, if you had to pretend to be your sister, if you had to pretend to be Joe Regular Voter, who does no research, does no follow-up, does no anything, these Mueller hearings that happened today and the aftermath, what do you think of this? You know... Honestly, she's probably not even thinking anything of it because, I mean, I she's not following politics. She's not trying to, to push for the impeachment and, and all of that. So, I mean, she 
it's probably just like a little glimpsing headline that the Mueller thing happened today and she's just going to change the channel and, and move on from it. So, I mean, I don't feel like that's something that she would linger or hold on to, but at the same time, I don't think that'll change her stance on how she feels about him just because she knows like, hey, he didn't collude with Russia. Like, uh, Mueller is standing by his original or his document that he released. He's not saying anything different. But I don't think that's going to change the way that she feels about Donald Trump. Like, she's still going to think that he is a racist or a sexist or, or, or whatever it is that she thinks that he is. Can I ask, um, what do you think? So how do you feel about the, the optics and all that? Do you agree with me that that's, that's, that was the whole purpose behind this, was just literally to, to have the optics, to have the Mueller out there, to hope that he says one thing that they could turn into a, a tagline? or a, Well, yeah, a no, I completely agree, because if, if they're not able to get what they want out of this document that's been uh, proofread and edited, and there's nothing that is headline-grabbing in this report, you know? Yeah. So if they can bring him in front of this panel and have him testify, um, I mean, there is the chance that they could persuade him or lead him in a direction that would make him say something that mm-hmm. could be controversial or could be something that could be turned into a headline. Right. That that I agree. small 20 second sound bite or the that forward phrase that's can be blasted on the new york times or you know it, it's i i mean i agree with you it's just it was just for show because nobody wants to sit there and read 448 pages do you think the american people are tired of all this do you think they just want us to, to they just want these law make look we've proven now that donald trump did not collude we've proven you know there was no collusion can, can we can we get back to passing laws do yeah you think like that's it's the, it, it's really annoying because even myself, like, I'm tired of hearing about this. Like, I hate the fact that we're still stuck on this. I mean, he was elected in 2016 and we're still here. We're still talking about this election and how this election just went wrong for the Democrats. Like, I'm tired of hearing about it. Like, we're four years away from that almost and we're still stuck on 2016. You know, it's just like I'm ready to move on. It's weird how, and I, we weren't around in 2016 to do this podcast. Well, we were here, but. We were here, but we weren't doing the podcast. <laughs> no. We were in physical presence watching the election results. And it is funny how that election has really stuck with these people. It has, and they can't move on from they it. They can't. And I mean, can, it has anything noteworthy been passed by these people during this time? The answer is no. Exactly. Because they've been so focused and so centered on trying to get Donald Trump out of office, to get him impeached, to find something that they can use against him to file criminal charges, to um, get him out of office. You know, it's, it's just they can't wrap their heads around the idea that he won a a fair election, that they've, he didn't collude. They've taken every opportunity they can to make his life and his job hard. Yeah. At the expense of the American people, quite frankly. But, um, I mean, to his credit, he, I mean, Trump has still been able to do some amazing things. Through executive orders. Yeah. And, and yes, he has. But the, the reality is that 
this I don't think is going to end. No, and it's it's really unfortunate. <laughs> it really like I'm tired to, of it. <laughs> it really needs to end, and and I don't think it's going to. Uh, they do the responses afterwards, right? So they had the hearing, and then all these the, the Democratic talking heads come out, and you have Schiff up there, and you have what a Nader or whatever Hater or whatever his <laughs> idiot's name is. You have him up there, uh, little no neck, looks like a turtle. He's up there. Nancy Pelosi's up there. She seems drunk, but I think she always just seems that way. She's pointing to some chart talking about facts or something. Um, and then you have, uh, what's it, is Cummins? Is that his name? Yeah, who cares? Anyway, you have the Democratic talking heads up there, and they're talking about impeachment, and they're talking about collusion, and they're basically like hoping that you didn't watch the hearing because they're saying all the things that they were hoping he would say. And they're out there like, yeah, he said they colluded. You remember that time he said it? He kind of said it. I mean, he nodded a little bit. You know, so maybe there's something there. He, he might have blinked his eyes twice. He did. He, he looked <laughs> over. So there, there was that. And then the Republicans, of course, came out and said, this is ridiculous. And, and we're just going to move. We're just going to go on and on and on. And, and what I think is so what I think is interesting and we could do a full episode on it. So I won't touch on it too much. But the strategy of the Democratic Party I, I don't know. I, I feel like they are making mistake after mistake after mistake. And I honestly think that if Donald Trump just shut his Twitter down for the next like year. Yeah, I agree. I think he could easily win in 2020. I don't think it would be a, uh, I don't think it would be any competition at all at this point. I mean, people are sick of this. They're sick of, you know, it's funny. I, I saw an article today where there are people who are like calling for Congress to actually investigate the FBI because the optics of this now it appears like Trump was set up and that 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 they've been kind of targeting him and he's a victim almost now. No, I mean I agree. This. I could I can totally see that. Yeah, and and I think they need to be careful here because you know, you you know, one of the biggest things I've learned in politics throughout the years. And we've spent a lot of time talking about this, so I'll move on after this. Um the first thing you you do if you're running for for any political position is you have to fire up your base mm-hmm. you have to get your base behind you um, because if you don't have your base you don't have anything and that was one of the the, the problems when John McCain was the nominee for the Republican party the the base wasn't behind John McCain they never were right John McCain was too liberal of a, a Republican and the base was not going to get behind him okay George W Bush was very good at getting the base behind him uh, Obama was very good at getting his base behind him. Yeah. And that's step number one. You know, uh, when, when McCain picked Palin, everyone was like, why'd you pick Palin? She's an idiot. And no, first of all, she had a very good approval rating in Alaska. She was not an idiot. The media painted her that way because, you know, sexism only works one way. Um, but you know he did that because she she was she polls well with conservatives and he thought that she could sure up his base Mitt Romney did not have the base he was never going to beat Obama he was a terrible candidate he's he's not he was he was terrible when the Democrats picked Hillary they ignored and I know she won okay but they, they put a lot of money behind her she she won because the party wanted her to win and they were ignoring their base their base, as crazy and as stupid as they all are, was calling for Bernie Sanders, and they ignored it. And I think a lot of those people felt a little bitter about that, yeah. And so they didn't they didn't vote for Hillary. So I think that's that's part of why Donald Trump won. I don't. I, 
Donald Trump played a great political game in 2016 because he came out and he was stone cold Steve Austin. And, and I know I'm like making 17 wrestling references, yeah, in this, but have. it's it's the reality of it, right? Trump is a wrestling guy. Don't kid yourself. And he knew, he learned, okay, that you controversy creates cash. And while he's out here and he's saying all these controversial things and he's talking and he's 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 calling people idiots and he gives everybody a nickname and he, he wrong. Remember that wrong? Hillary would say something. He's just like wrong. And people were like, this guy's never going to win. He's too abrasive. And I'm like, this guy's going to win because he is abrasive. Like these pundits don't understand the American people. They don't understand what like he's saying a lot of things that people feel and people want to say. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a, a multi-billionaire and you relate better to the people than the Democratic candidate, that's freaking sad, man. I, but people felt that way. They felt like Trump was their guy. Like, yeah, yeah. he gets it. He doesn't get it, but he gets it. And he, he sold that really well. And it was a great, great political game. 2020 is a little different because Trump is now the president. There's like different. He has to play a little bit of a different game. But what he, what I would do, just this is a strategy. This is all like we should probably, I should probably move on. But st- strategically, if I'm Donald Trump, I'm being careful. I, w- I have to maintain that level of like I'm Donald Trump. I'm real, and I'm gonna tell it like it is because that's his character, and that's what that's what we that's what he's selling to the people, and he can't he can't betray that right. Drain the swamp, yeah. right? So he has to maintain that. So he still has to be a little controversial. He can give people names like Sleepy and Pocahontas and whatever. And he can come out and he can he can say the things that people won't say. But he also needs to be – he doesn't want to push it too far because these Democrats are shooting themselves in the foot. They're literally shooting themselves in the foot. And I think he just – it's like the strategy I would take if I were Trump is I would literally step back and I would just let them hang themselves. Yeah, just, because, just let it play out. Because the reality is they're hanging themselves. They're focusing on issues that the American people don't prioritize. They are, uh, they're going way too far to the left. So they're segmenting the population. And they're really only focused on, on a very small subset. And they're ignoring everybody else. And they uh, are doing things like this. Wasting taxpayer dollars and time. And they're doing it on a national stage where people can see it. And I think that if Donald Trump continues to play the victim. Because that's that's they love victims heck he'd probably be able to the democrats love victims so he might even be able to steal a couple democrats if he just pretends to be (laughs) victimized enough and uh he just that's the game he needs to play but we'll talk about we'll do like a strategy episode as as this kind of moves on and we we move forward also i heard there's a democratic debate this week yeah I heard so maybe we'll do a special episode to to cover that but anyways let's move on to our next news section because i've talked for we've we've talked about Mueller for thirty four minutes now, oh, and, and we got to move on. It is the biggest news story of the day. Oh well, yeah, it is. But we've got to move on. So Kelly, why don't you tell us about uh, this this lawmaker in Atlanta? What's going on in Atlanta? What is this? So a lot of craziness actually. So this scene unfolded in a Publix. Publix, Publix, what is Publix? Publix Publix is a grocery store chain. It's a southern grocery store. It's basically like Kroger, um, but it's only found in the south, from my understanding. When we went to Florida, we went to Publix. Publix. Because I made the... the... You kept calling it... I don't even know if we should say it. I don't either. But, no, yeah, Publix is... is, It's a Kroger. Um, It's kind of expensive, but, I mean, Kroger is too. But it's definitely a southern chain grocery store. So, this Georgia Democratic lawmaker, who's actually a state representative for Georgia, her name is Erica Thomas, 
she was at the self-checkout line, and I guess, apparently, she had more items than what the express checkout line was supposed to have. So, I mean, it's like a 10-item limit. So, she walks up there way more than 10 items. I mean, and grocery... Which, let me, let me jump in, okay? That tells you everything you need to know about her. Yes, because I... Well, only if if the if the express checkout states a limit on it, an item limit, I do not go to. Those. I never break that rule. Never do it because that's for the person who is running in to grab a gallon of milk and running right back out the store. I also, you know? we just have rules. We have rules, and we need to follow these rules. Yeah, I, we I'm do. I'm so sick of everybody just thinking they can skirt the rules yeah. and the rules don't apply to them. That is not how it works, and society falls apart when you don't follow the rules. You yes, know what the start does. of the downfall of society is? Getting in an express lane with 15 items instead of 12. That's where it all starts. <laughs> yeah, it does. It starts right there. Yeah. yeah she I mean, probably stands around in the aisles and talks to all her friends, too, and blocks the entire aisle so people can't get through. That's this woman. I guarantee it is. Probably. I guarantee it is. Yeah, and, and they have the, the self-checkouts that don't have the item limits, and I go to those all the time because, I mean, I just like to bag my own groceries. But, um, so this, this guy named Eric Sparks... Um, apparently chimes in and says like, Hey, like you've got more items than you're supposed to have. You're, you're not supposed to use the express checkout. So according to Erica Tom Thomas, she went on to, to Twitter or whatever social media platform crying, she used. Crying her little eyes out. She's, she's crying. She's got, a, she's got a, a, a tissue in her hand. She's wiping her eyes. And she's just saying that this this evil white man oh. told her to go back where she came from. Yep. Okay. Yep. So she's playing the victim. I got yelled at for using or using the express checkout and I have more items than I should. But but this man, this this white man, he told me to go back where I came from. What a a racist man this person is. So I mean I mean it it's it went viral. You've got um, it's re- being reported all over the place. All the news outlets are like, oh, this man, he's, he's a Trump supporter. He's, he's a racist man. But it turns out that she's not the victim of a hate crime at all. She's not. She basically made this whole thing up. Yeah, the guy came out. So, like, she did to- the video. It was, like, uh, her, her lawyer and her did the video. And it's her crying, saying, I'm just a pregnant lady, and I'm standing in line, and this she, big... She didn't really look pregnant to me, Well, but... she's, she's heavyset, so heavyset people don't look pregnant. She said, oh, this evil white guy comes up, and he had a little Hitler mustache, and his little Nazi... Said, you know, whatever. I, she didn't really say that, but, uh, you know, and she, he said, go back to where he came from, like Trump. And, and then he... So he came out and basically said... He, he said, I did not say any of that. He said that he called her in a, a curse word, an explicit... Yep. Expl- I can't say that word. Explicative. Explicative. <laughs> oh, thank you. He, he called her the B word. Um, and he said, but I didn't tell her anything to, no. about, about going back to where she came from. Like, not at all. Yep. And in fact, he says... And this is, is confirmed by employees at Publix who overheard this confrontation that she is, in fact, the one that told him to go back where he came from. And here's what's unique about him. He's not white. He's no, Cuban. He's Cuban. And not only that, he's a lifelong Democrat. OK, so he's not some evil, racist Republican, white Republican. He's a Cuban Democrat. <laughs> yes. He probably voted for her. He probably did. And she's sitting here saying, and, and the kicker is, 
she's coming out, identity politics, playing the victim, right? And then he uses identity politics to defend himself. And then it turns out, because they're both Democrats, and it turns out she actually told him to go home. She's the scumbag. Yeah, she's the one who confronted him after he said something, who kept he walked up to him, was pointing at him in the store, because now this footage is, is, oh has been released, gosh. and he left the store. Yeah, there's video evidence apparently out now, and the police report is what's saying that she told him to go back to where he came from. Yeah, because the police aren't filing any charges. Like, there's nothing to file yes. against this guy. But she tried to file charges. She did. She did try to have file How charges How dare you him. insult a lawmaker? You're not allowed to speak bad about anybody. I mean, it wouldn't surprise... It's not America or anything, you idiot. It wouldn't surprise me if he tried to go after her for, for defamation or, or whatnot, you know? Cause I'm hoping people go after her whenever she's up for re-election. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. Because we all know that she's a liar who just wants to have her 10 minutes of fame on the television. She's a lie. She's a lie. She looks like a... I'm not going to say it. I shouldn't insult people's appearances, should I? No, let, let's not do that. <laughs> I want to. No. All right. Let's talk about AOC and her squad of buffoons. So, okay, if you don't know this, all right, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, the B and C member of the squad. <laughs> A, B, C, D. Yeah, A, O, C, A. And then the one whose name I can't ever remember is D. What's her name? Ayanna Presley? Yeah, Ayanna yeah, Presley. Who cares? I'm surprised I even remembered her. I know, name. good job. Yeah. Anyways, so the uh, Ilhan Omar and Talib are both Muslim. Okay? Who cares? Here's the thing they're very anti Semitic. They hate Jewish people. All right? They do. Now, what? Well, how can I say that? Well, just go read their tweets. Just go read their tweets and you'll hear Ilhan Omar say the Jewish people are brainwashing everybody. And blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, there's this movement. It's called BDS. And essentially what this is, is it's a boycott of Israel. And it's very anti-Semitic, okay? It basically defends Palestine and Palestine's right to, to kind of own everything. And it delegitimizes Israel, okay? And who do you think supports BDS? Well, of course, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib do because they hate Jews. So they support it. They support this fully, wholeheartedly. They're 100% behind it. And they defend it by saying, oh, we love Palestine and we just want freedom. And they claim that Israel attacks them, which is so stupid. It's so stupid. And it's the same thing the Nazis used to say. When And here I am sounding like a Democrat throwing out the Nazis. But it is true. The Nazis used to blame the Jews for everything. They used to blame them for everything. If anything bad would happen to Germany, it was because of the Jews. And these women are no different. Palace, all of Palestine's ails and all of the... The, the sadness and the, the people who are getting hurt and blown up by Hamas. That's not Hamas. Hamas is, is made up, right? It's all Israel. It's all these Jews in Israel who are doing this. That's what they would have you believe. Uh, so anyways, there was there the, the House, okay, decided to pass an act basically um, condemning BDS, basically coming out against BDS. Yeah. And who do you think voted against that? They did. Of course they did. And AOC joined them because she's their friend and she has no original thoughts. I don't think she has a brain. So she said, if my friends do this, then I should do this too. So she came out and voted against it too. So now they all look like Jew-hating anti-Semites because they are Jew-hating anti-Semites. Yeah, and, and, and oddly enough, there's 13 other people who voted for uh, voted alongside members of the squad. So out of the 432 members of the House, 16 Democrats 
of these liberal Democrats opposed uh, the anti-BDS re- resolution. It's 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 utterly disgusting. It is. The, it's terrible. The Hamas is horrid. Okay. Israel is. Are, first of all, they're they're an ally, so we should support them. But also beyond that, it's just terrible what goes on over there. Innocent people are killed all of the time at the hands of Hamas, at the hands of of Muslim extremists and Palestinians. It's just freaking terrible. And you know what? These these women. Not only do I disagree with their politics, okay, and not only do I think Rashida Tlaib is just a, like a dirt ball, like like a legit dirt ball, like a, just an overweight, sloppy no, looking. You, you can't make fun of people's appearances, babe. I don't care. She's an <laughs> overweight, sloppy looking, frumpy cornball. Like I just legitimately like. No, just, she's just she's not. No, well put she's to, one of those. Yeah, she's not well put no, together. She's one of those nat like I, I almost said nasty women, but oh she is. My gosh. She's one of those women that like she's at her kid's football game and she's just like way too into it. And she's like cussing out the other parents like, but she's in sweatpants and like a, that's her, that's Rashida Tlaib. Okay. And Ilhan Omar is just a terrible human being. And AOC is right there. These are just terrible. Gosh, when do, can these people be voted out? Please. Like, please. Can they be voted out? Anyways, Donald Trump, it's funny. Like he's polling higher, like his approval rating went up. And in his approval rating going up, he actually put out a tweet thanking them. Thanked, oh, that's awesome. For that's his, awesome. His approval rating going up. So I thought that was interesting. But anyways, I think it's very important because the media is not covering this. So I want to say this. It is very important for you to know, and I said a lot of mean things about Rashida Tlaib, but I don't really care. Okay, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and AOC are anti-Semites. They do not like Jewish people, and we are going to continue to report on this. Any anti-Semitic behavior that they do, anything, we on this podcast will make sure that we say it. Okay, we will, because I think it's very important for the voters to know who these people really are. Because the yeah. media is not going to tell you. They're going to no. they're going to victimize them. They're going to say these are strong women, and they're not. They're not strong women. They're terrible human beings, and it's important for you guys to know that. Yeah. And, Rash- and Rashida Tlaib is frumpy. I don't care. She is. <laughs> All right. Ooh, the lawmaker. We talked about that. We did. Let's talk about the trans person in Canada. Okay, so there's more craziness in Canada, um, which, I mean, a lot of crazy things do happen in Canada. But, um, so apparently this salon, this home-based beauty salon, has been forced out of business, been forced to close because they denied... Or didn't want to do a Brazilian wax, which is a wax in your intimate areas, that they wanted to do this on a trans woman, okay? A trans woman, so a biological male, who happened to still have their male genitalia. Because they are a man. Yes, because they are a man, have not had any sort of surgery, so still very much a man. Wanted to go to the salon to have a Brazilian wax done. So this person, Jessica Yaniv, is a transgender activist. What's his real name? I don't know. I heard it at one point. Now I can't. Remember I think it's what Justin. It is. is it Justin? I think okay. it's Justin. So they went to the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal, filed a dozen complaints against this beauty salon claiming that she, well, he, was discriminated against. And in these complaints, Jessica Yaniv cited or stated 
you cannot choose who your clientele is going to be. Okay, so that's basically she is complaining, going to this the human rights tribunal, saying, "Hey, like you can't say whether or not I can come here, even if I am a biological man. You at the salon have to give me a Brazilian wax." Basically, what this is, okay, is her basically saying, "Listen, how can I say this without getting flagged explicit?" You have to touch. Is you, what she's, you, they're saying. you have to fondle my, my genitalia. My, my genitalia. Can I say balls? No, say genitalia. You have to fondle my private parts. Yes. And it doesn't matter because I'm a woman. Because I pretend to be a woman, and I probably do it because I like when people fondle my private parts, or I like forcing people to to fondle my private parts. But because I pretend to be a woman. You have to to acknowledge my delusion. See me as a woman. And you said it nicer than I did. You have to acknowledge my delusional behavior. We, we're all playing pretend because we're all seven years old. So you have to acknowledge my pretend. And then you have to fondle my private parts. Yeah, you have to envision that you are doing a Brazilian wax on a biological woman. What do you think? It, what, what, so what did Canada say about this? So, I mean, the store's been shut down. Yeah, huh. And I... You know, it's, it's just weird because she went and filed all these complaints and is saying that this or um, them denying the store, denying her her wax is a form of neo-Nazism. <laughs> I know that's what she's saying. So she first of all, she does. She he, first of all, he does this professionally. This is something that he does. He goes, he just to goes different, around and yes, shuts down yes, stores. Yes, I saw this. Also, okay, he, uh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him right there. Yeah, there he is. He looks like Rashida Tlaib. Uh, anyways, oh, no. he, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I get taken down. Uh, I don't care. He, okay, is, he does this professionally. He's a scumbag and he likes to shut these businesses well, down. he just wants money. He's an activist activist which means he probably doesn't have a job anyways he he goes and he does this because he likes when korean women touch his private parts probably and that's the other thing neo-nazism is hilarious because these are all korean women these are all korean women okay and it just goes to show you where you are on the left's olympics of suffrage scale so they have an olympics of suffrage scale and they like to be as far to the top of that scale as they can possibly get so like if if in America, for instance, if one Democratic political candidate decides, I'm going to put my pronouns on my Twitter, uh, that's like here on the scale of suffrage, right? Oh, but Trans. also, just to be clear here, this salon wasn't owned by a Korean woman. I thought it was. No, her name is Marcia Da Silva. Where's she from? She's she's not white. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see a picture of Marcia. Google her. I okay, promise Marcia. she's not white. We I read an article. The article I read, so unless I read fake news, the oh. article I read said that she, yeah. Okay, not Korean. I'm sorry. Wait, which one is she? <laughs> I don't know. Is she that guy? Why'd that guy came up? come up? I don't know. Uh... There you go. Let's see if we can find a, I don't know why. Who cares what race she is? The point no, is, still, yeah. the point is, ugh, woof. <laughs> Found pictures. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Keep going. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, yeah, great audio. But anyways, the point is, is that 
This is this is insane. Canada is telling these salons that they have to fondle this man's genitals. Like, it's, like basic Canada is telling them that oh, we know that this makes you feel uncomfortable, but you have to do it anyway. Hey, you know, we we don't we we love women. We support women except when men complain about them not fondling their genitals and then we hate women and you you woman, how dare you yeah, refuse to give this owner, man Marcia da Silva. It's like it's um it's sexism, isn't it? It's it's how dare you not perform this on a man, you woman? How dare you? How dare you? You're beneath this man. Don't you know that? You have to do what this man says. It's sexism. It is. It's sexism playing pretend. Yeah. So in, in, in a purple dress. It's so annoying. It's so stupid. I, I hate how stupid things are now. Sorry. That makes me sound stupid. I, I can't no, formulate fine. a sentence. All I can say is stupid. So stupid. Because that's what it is. It's so stupid. How do you even logically talk about it? How do we have a logical conversation about this? I don't know. Well, it, it is weird. I don't know. How can anyone Plus, defend this type of stuff? And it's so crazy. Like, for one, like, the, not only is this woman uncomfortable with doing this, but at the same time, that's not what she does. She doesn't do Brazilian waxes on men. So not only would she be uncomfortable with touching this man to begin with, but she also has this, like, inerrant, this fear of, like, damaging this man. You know, like, that's not something that she does. Hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel bad for the salon owner. Mm. I mean, all these small business owners just being shut down because of people like this. I have many comments and I will keep a lot of them to myself because I've already said some mean things about Rashida Tlaib and I, I have to have a mean quota. I have to have a make sure we don't get taken down by iTunes quota. That's hilarious. I just saw this. Don't read it. <laughs> no. But it's funny. It's funny. Anyway, so that's there's like, look at these points of silence in our audio. We'll great audio. Great. No, I'm not editing it. Great audio for the audience. Great. great Sorry, guys. Great audio. It's, just, all right. it's also crazy. Let's move on. All right, listen. We promised to talk about Joe Biden. All right? Now, I have a hard rule for this podcast, and that's we go an hour. I don't want to go too much longer than an hour because I don't want to, I don't want to feel like the Mueller report. So we have seven minutes, basically. To oh, talk no. about Joe Biden. Oh. So what I want from you, Kelly, and we're gonna no, do this. We're gonna, we're gonna, me. we're gonna, we're gonna start with you. We're gonna no. fast track. All right, fine. I'll start. We're gonna fast track. We're gonna talk about some highlights, some Joe Biden highlights. All right, I'll actually go. Okay. All right, you go. So, the first time, give us the first Joe Biden. This is Joe Biden running for yes. president, presidential candidate, Joe Biden. In his 2020 campaign so far, he's only released two notable proposals of his own. At least he's released two, two. because most of the candidates just keep telling us about problems and have no solutions. Yes. So he wants to triple federal funding for low-income schools. Wait, what? Tripling funding, federal funding for low-income schools. Okay. We okay. just passed a debt that's completely out of control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I agree on increasing funding for schools, but... I don't. I don't. I mean, schools can be better. No, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I, I fundamentally disagree with spending any more federal dollar, dollars on an education system that's flawed. Well, and we know that's true. I mean, that I mean that's why we pay taxes and or like state. Taxes. You know what we school, ought to we do? We pay school taxes. Here's what we ought to do, real quick. We ought to take all these people that go to these low income schools. Okay. And what we need to do is we just need to go buy buses. Oh, great. And then what we can do is we can throw all these kids on a bus and ship them to rich school. Oh, wait. That's busing. Oh, wait. 
Nah, nah. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Joe. Oh, man. But then the second point of his proposal is a climate action plan. Oh, a climate, a CAP, climate action plan. Joe Biden, he's going to get out there and he's going to tell, tell us how he is going to fight climate change. Yeah, and it, and it somewhat borrows from the Green New Deal, so it's not kind of, it's not really his own thing. But, oh, but no, still. not that yep. old thing. We don't yeah. want to hear about that. Yeah, targeting oil and gas and all of that. Well, here's so. the thing. I am more of a climate change fighter than Joe Biden because I am vegan. And that makes me more of a climate change proponent than Joe. Booyah. Booyah. Suck it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wait, wait. E. I'm sorry. You can't do that. We aren't in Canada. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, great. But he's also, he's not running for uh, Medicare for all, which is good. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's running for Obamacare. What? Obamacare, but he's not running and, for and then, Medicare. And what's for funny all. is you're doing all of them for me. What's funny is he say, he me- comes out and he says he says, oh, if you like your health plan that you're on now, you won't have to give it up. The same crap they told us when they originally I passed know. Obamacare. I know. This is why and then everybody had to give it up. I know. That's why he's still pushing. He's for saying the, affordable the same thing. Care Act. I know. The Affordable Care Act with a more limited public option proposal. So he's. He's basically doing the Medicare thing, Medicare for all type thing, but yeah. he's like putting it underneath he's, the guise of something he, else. Obamacare 2.0. And what's funny about it is, is that he, that was lie of the year in like whatever year yeah, that, that was. that was terrible because and you, he's, he's saying it again. Because you even got a letter in the mail. Your policy has did, been canceled. My policy got canceled because of Obamacare. Yeah, so I can def- speak to this. I can speak to this from personal experience. Yeah, I got that letter in the mail. Oh, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Your doc- your, uh, you can keep your plan. You can keep your doctor. You can keep anything you want. Nope. Not at yeah. all. If this were Canada, you, you could just walk into a salon and tell some lady to, to fondle you. And she'd have to do it because it's Canada and that's the law. All you have to do is put a wig on. All right. <laughs> and a dress. Yeah. All right. So let's see. What can I do? What's my first one? Oh, Joe Biden is a plagiarist. So in 1987. Oh, yeah. I, I read okay, this. Joe Biden. Uh, I think he was running for president. He then. was. He was. In 1987. Or, or, yeah. I was three. No, I, I was two. <laughs> I, was, I, I was. I was. Two. I was not born. I was two years old. And Joe Biden was running for president. I am 34 and he is running for president again. Okay. Just wrap your mind around that. Anyways. Joe Biden was stealing speeches. He was stealing stuff. He was plagiarizing. He was plagiarizing. And then every, he got busted. Yeah, he got pull, busted for doing it. Pulled out of the race. He got busted and he had, to, he, had to, he had to get out of the race. But he, don't worry, okay, because I'm sure he hasn't done it since. I'm yeah. sure. Now he's plagiarizing himself. Because <laughs> yes. you don't have to, to lose your doctor or your plan. You can have, you can keep it. Anyways, go. You got another one? Um... Let's see here. Oh, he he likes he likes to um, intrude on your personal space. Well, okay, yeah, duh. He he does. That's because he's from but Canada. I know. So he likes to intrude on on women's personal space, and he goes like touching and just like in your bubble type. So thing. I, but what? a lot of old people. So here's the they, thing. They do. I, I, mean, I will not criticize Joe for this because a lot of old people are touchy. They are, but what I will criticize him for is that already on his current campaign trail, he called a 10-year-old girl good-looking. Well, 10-year-old yeah. girl. So, I, I don't know about that one. When you get to a certain age, you're old, and you don't know how young or, you know, everybody looks 10 to you because you're 700. Anyways. No, I mean, a 10-year-old could look Here's 16. a compliment <laughs> from Joe Biden when he was talking about Barack Obama. All right? 
I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean and nice looking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's the first one. The very first one the ever. the first one. There's never been, according to Joe Biden in 2007, before Obama, there was never an articulate, bright, or clean African-American. Oh, man. Obama was the first. All right. He's as bad as, he's worse than Trump. Uh, I got one. So, in 1981, he voted for a bill that would have allowed states to overturn Roe v. Wade. Oh. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And he once said that he believed that a woman should have the sole right, should not have the sole right to say what happened to her body. Oh, my gosh. I might vote for Joe Biden. I know. All right. Here's another funny Joe Biden, and then I'll let you finish. Oh, no. This is, I know, like, people were probably expecting us to do an in-depth look at Joe, but we always just get so carried away with the news. I, it's hard. Here's another funny about Joe. All right. So Joe Biden giving a speech. He's with Missouri State Senator Chuck Graham. Okay. He said, I'm told Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking oh, about? No. I'll tell you what. You're making everybody else stand up, pal. And the reason he said that is because Chuck is confined to a wheelchair. wheelchair. He can't stand up. Oh, no, that's terrible. Can't stand up. Stand up, guy. Get those crippy legs up. Get up out of that chair. Oh, I'll pick you up. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't walk over and pick him up. Anyways, uh, look. He's an affable guy, but he's... Yeah. He's There's a lot of controversy around him. You guys, you know, before you vote for Joe Biden, you should look into his son, Hunter. You should look into uh, the dealings with his connections with China. Okay. It just came out today that China is probably the biggest threat to the United States right now. And, and Joe Biden is connected to China in a lot of different ways. You should look into that. Um, Joe Biden is, I mean, he's a career politician. So that, that in and of itself, in my opinion, you lose points for that, right? Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot there. So now, again, you put him up against some of the other evil in the Democratic Party. He looks like a freaking saint to me. Yeah, but he does. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So tell me, do you have anything else for us? No, I mean, the, the last thing that I saw on here in 2005, he championed the mostly GOP supported legislation, which would make it more difficult for families to discharge their credit card debt in bankruptcy. So making it difficult for people to, to clear off stuff and kind of get a clean slate if, after going through bankruptcy. So he was behind that at that point in time. But now he like is with the whole slew of, of people that are like, oh, just let people have houses if they have no credit. Mm, whatever, I'll get them votes, right? Yeah, I know. All right. So look, I think we've gone long enough. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to say something to Rashida Tlaib. Okay. If she's listening. She's probably listening. So here's what I'm going to say to you. All right. And I want everybody to hear this. This is very important. I said some mean things earlier in the podcast. Okay. You did. I did. And upon reflection, I meant every single one of them. You are frumpy and you're terrible and you should clean yourself up because you're a politician, seriously. And here's the other thing. Stop cussing because you you sound like an idiot. All right, you do. And I think everybody thinks that. I think everybody sees you open your stupid mouth and they, they think you sound like an idiot. And also, Hamas is terrible and Palestine sucks. Go Israel. That's what I got to say about that. And that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And you know what, Rashida Tlaib? Why don't you just move to Canada? Yeah, Canada might like her. Well... In Canada, uh, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Canada hates women. Yeah. Anyways, all right, that's all I got. Yeah. We might get taken off. I don't care if we get taken <laughs> off Apple. You know what? I don't care. If anybody censors us, I will go on whatever news I can go on to complain and talk about how conservatives are censored. Because I've been censored for this crap before, and I'm sick of it. And I'm not going to put up for it again. I'm 34 years old. I'm not going to have some are tech company. Old? I'm 34. No, I will be. I might as well be. Okay. Look, I've embraced it. I'm going to be 34 in like days. Okay. Here's the other thing. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take some tech company filtering me out because they don't like what I say. I'm over it. And I'm over being nice. And I'm over being politically correct. I'm done with it. This podcast, we're going to be honest, we're going to be open, and we're going to tell it like it is. And this is like it is. Rashida Tlaib is probably at home right now in sweatpants I get, with, like, stains on them. She's probably eating ice cream. I guarantee she is. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because that's the truth. And I speak the truth. Okay. Woke that. you. you hey, hey, hey. I got your woke. You know? You know what I mean? Gosh. And good thing we all don't live in Canada. Yeah, Canada. Good thing seems I'm not a female rough. in Canada. Yeah, you know? I on a salon. That's Man, not good. Every pickup artist in the world is moving to Canada right now. They figure they can go get a wig and they can just walk into any salon they want and they can they can have whatever they want. You know, you know the, the world's just, their oyster in Canada. That, that would be really painful, though. So they might get what they want, but then at the what same if he, time... What if they would... Yeah, maybe because like if he does this, if this is like his thing and he goes in and then he knows he can sue these, what if they would have said, okay. Yeah, sure, come on back. Would he have been like, uh... Never mind. Uh, abort the mission. Yeah. I'm just joking because you can tuck it, but it doesn't go away. All right. Anyways, listen. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you, our listeners, our fans, our friends, our uh, whatever, constituents, constituents of the world. We really appreciate you. So thank you for listening. Follow us at Vegan Wing and watch me argue with nerds. Go on to rwvegan.com and just do whatever on our website. Also, Listen to us. Continue to listen to us. Like us. Subscribe to us. Vote us five stars. Get us up there because we want more people to listen to me verbally assault Rashida Tlaib. Mm, I don't know about that part. All right. Anyways, <laughs> thank you very much, everybody. Have a good rest of your week. Please don't watch the Mueller report. Don't. Just go to bed. Don't watch it.